please don't talk to me about cancel culture. I was a Christian child of the 90s. We stopped listening to Sandy Patty and Amy Grant, stopped watching Disney, and avoided Procter & Gamble products. Christians perfected cancel culture. Mm. They just don't like it when the tables turn. Well, in case you didn't get it from that intro, uh, we are talking about cancel culture and how to know if you are a part of it. So we are your hosts, Nick Smith. And Kylie Jo Smith. And today's episode is called Cancel Is As Cancel Does. You're listening to the Nick Smith Podcast. Real life, no myth. Where we talk about myths and misunderstandings. Surrounding life, race, faith, and culture. If you'd like to support the Nick Smith Podcast, rate us on iTunes. Or you can give through our Patreon. And don't forget to share this on social media so that all of your friends can know what you're listening to. Hey, so in case you didn't know, that uh, quote was actually from a tweet that went viral. Um, and this uh, person shared this about their their life and their experience in Christian culture. And so, um, yeah, we've heard a lot about cancel culture in these past few years. Mm-hmm. and Especially in 2020. Who's next up on the chopping block but our beloved? <laughs> Dr. Seuss. Dr. Seuss. Dr. Theos. What is it? Uh, Theodore Geisel. Ge- <laughs> I don't remember what his name is. It's Theo Lessig. Lessig. No, it's Geisel. It's Geisel. Are you sure? I'm looking it up. It's Geisel. Yeah, because he put his name backwards. Oh, um, right. Right, right. Okay. We should have probably looked this up before we started, but it's okay. It's all good. That's what Google's for. Real life, no myth. <laughs> all right. Yes, his name was Theodore Seuss Geisel. I knew I Not had it right. Lessig. Well, because, yeah, okay, I got he you. He wrote some books under Theo Lessig. Yeah, yeah. But it's Theodore Seuss Geisel. Okay. Anyway, Dr. Seuss. Let's talk about Dr. Seuss, y'all. Mm-hmm. Um, in case you live in a uh, monastery somewhere. Or and- you were really busy, like some people. Yeah, I don't know. Okay. It could be. Um, Or you just don't do the social media thing, which is a thing. Some people don't do that. Um, There is a claim right now that uh, Dr. Seuss is being canceled. That's that's the claim that's out there, that cancel culture has come for Dr. Seuss. Coming for him. He's dead, though. So, I mean. (laughs) Well, that's just the word. Can't get no more canceled than dead. They can't get no deader. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But his estate. This is all because his estate decided to stop printing six of his books. Now, uh-huh. these were books. I'd only heard of one of the six. Yeah, I didn't. I only knew of one of the titles because it was actually the name of a song in a musical yeah. called Seussical. The Seussical, the musical. Only reason I knew about it. So they canceled the the estate, decided to stop printing these books because of uh, cultural and um, ethnic images that were damaging that were uh, stereotypical that mm-hmm. were um i mean it was mostly uh, black and asian people that were characterized um as caric- caricaturized caricaturized <laughs> and uh so the the estate was just like you know what? we're not gonna print them anymore yeah and um critics quickly jumped in and said this is just another <laughs> another victim all you culture. snowflakes and your cancel culture. <laughs> and you can't put up just with... Just gotta cancel it's everything. Dr. Seuss, by gummit. Um, so, so, <laughs> so what we gotta do first, we gotta do some things. We gotta unpack what cancel culture is first. Yes. Before we can even dive back into this yeah, Dr. Seuss Because it, if you start to just listen to everything that people are throwing at you, which I hope you're not, but if you just take... Unless it's us. ...every single thing at face value... <laughs> You're going to be really confused because yeah. I was like, oh, wait a second. Oh, Dr. Seuss canceled? Who canceled Dr. Seuss? Dr. Seuss is awesome. Yeah. Green Eggs and Ham, Cat in the Hat. Sam I Am. Like, yeah, the same one. Never mind. What's that one about? Oh, The Places um, You'll Go. Yeah, that like yeah. graduation book everybody loves. I was like, who canceled him? Well, cancel culture is, is not what you may think it is. So 
generally speaking, cancel culture actually falls under this umbrella of methods of addressing serious issues that we can have with individuals or companies, mm-hmm. corporations and things like Organizations. that. Organizations. Yeah. And so I'm going to go through just real quick these um, these different methods. Mm-hmm. Calling in. Now, this I is didn't not, know. I thought that was like not going to work. That's what I thought. I was like calling in like, ah, we're not going to listen to Dr. <laughs> Seuss anymore. Hey, just so you know, I know <laughs> I was scheduled. Like, no. I was scheduled to read his book this week, but I, I'm, I'm sick. not doing I'm it. I'm not no. feeling good. But calling in is kind of it's it's comes from like calling someone into your office. Okay. Like if you um, someone does something offensive and you reach out to them individually and you say, hey, got you, Karen, that thing that you posted on Facebook was really disparaging to people of this, you know, demographic. Just mm-hmm. want you to know that um, people are generally more receptive to being called in. So that's something that's like the first, your first approach usually is what you want to do. Calling out comes mm-hmm. when usually if calling in doesn't work or if you just skip calling in, calling somebody into your office, so mm-hmm. to speak. Um, or your, you don't have a relationship with that or person have a relationship or access with them. to that person. Yeah, or you choose to bypass your relationship with them. Yeah, which happens. You just call them out. And most commonly this happens on social media nowadays. But back in the day, people would put stuff in the paper. Mm-hmm. People would call, um, like they'd have like a, a church meeting mm-hmm. or a parent teacher association meeting. Mm-hmm. You call people out in public. Yeah. Um, generally saying like, hey, so-and-so, you better fix this thing or else we're going to do something else. And what yeah. they would usually want to do is boycott, which is the yes. third thing that you can do, which is one of the most powerful things we have as consumers. Um, I can individually decide that I'm not going to spend my money with this company because yeah. I disagree with its practices. Mm-hmm. I can rally other people into that as well. But generally speaking, boycotting is something we choose to do as individuals, whether we're joining in with a movement that wants to boycott um, Procter and Gamble products. Or, or even going back to like the uh, civil rights movement, the, boy, the yep. bus boycott, yeah. bus boycotts yes. of Selma. <laughs> Bus boycons. Um, the bus boycons. <laughs> right. And it's it's this practice of putting your money where your mouth is. Yes. And um, I think it's uh, those three ways are actually have been proven to be effective yes. for social change when dealing yes. with individuals or organizations. Absolutely. Um, there are ways that you can actually affect uh, people's pockets. You, you affect their money. They don't listen. Mm-hmm. Or uh, if you have a relationship with someone, if you just bring them in and, and on the strength of your relationship, you engage with them. Yeah. And we know that boycotting works because we have seen so much money put into advertising mm-hmm. in gaining consumers and their loyalty. Because if you gain loyalty, you gain a, a loyal customer, you gain generations within a family. A lot of times. Well, and you know how else we you. know that it works is because that's what countries do. They sanction so each other. so true. They're like, oh, you don't want to straighten up? Hmm. Well, we ain't going to buy your products. We're not going to buy your we, and we won't sell them either anytime you want to sell some and boycotting so, yeah. works boycotting is very effective um then there's canceling this now, yeah come on now tell canceling, us about canceling so when we repudiate something Which, this, is a, this is a two dollar word tell us what repudiate that is. is to like cast off like get thee away from me mm-hmm. not necessarily get thee behind me but in a sense it's like i don't want anything to do with you yeah i repudiate thee <laughs> You repudiate something. Is that something you say to somebody? I, you can if you really listen, want to insult listen, them. Listen, I repudiate thee, so I'm uh, going to need you away from me. I'm going to need you Ooh, to get on. Bars. I repudiate. You hear the bars just I did hear that. That was I good. I repudiate was... thee, get away from me. I don't even remember how I said it. <laughs> anyway, go ahead. Um, so repudiating is one thing, but then then there's this like calling for other people to hate something or reject it. It's a defamation mm. of character, yeah. oftentimes societal rejection of something um, or more often we've seen it with cancel culture in America. It's it's the all-out defamation of someone. Yeah, and a like, lot of times when, when things or people are being canceled, um, they have no say in the matter. It's, no, it's They're yeah. being put on trial in the public square mm-hmm. where they're not even present or they're not able to defend themselves. Yeah. And um, you know who I remember being really great at cancel culture is uh, middle school kids. 
Um, oh, still to this day. Like middle school to kids. To this day. And high school kids. Like I, re- mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I remember when I showed up to school in jean shorts and somebody was like, nobody wears jean shorts anymore. And I'm like, what? Jean shorts are canceled, Who sir. Who canceled jean shorts? <laughs> Like they didn't have the right to defend themselves. They just somebody anyway. just decided we don't do that anymore. And I was like, but they're they're practical. You know what I mean? <laughs> anyway, I don't wear jean shorts for those of you, but I did. And if you do, you're not you're not weird. It's yeah, you're, you're fine. Cool. You're probably a dad, but it's okay. It's okay. Dads are okay. Or a teenage girl. It's fine. <laughs> um, but yeah. anyway, back to canceling. Yeah, so canceling is like it's it can be very volatile, mm-hmm. and sometimes it can even be violent. Like there can yeah. be like things that people will do. Um, to force someone out of their cultural influence. And celebrities are, I think, what I've seen in my lifetime, celebrities get canceled the most. Yeah, celebrities um, and and uh, product lines. Yep. And a lot of times, like, in my understanding and in my, like, seeing what happens, there's a word for that, I'm sure. Um, <laughs> Perspective? There we go. Let's use that. <laughs> um, the people that get canceled or the things that get canceled, normally there's a good reason for the mm-hmm. um, criticism right mm-hmm. for the initial yeah. criticism uh the problem with cancel culture is there's no space for redemption mm. like when when yeah. someone or something is canceled um it's really like the you're dead to me like there's no there's nothing else <laughs> dead to you me. can't speak it doesn't matter what you say at this point you can oh, defend yeah, yeah. it you can apologize it doesn't matter yeah. oh you're yeah done. big grudge holder yeah yeah <laughs> it's, it's it is that though it's like yeah because this big stink gets made and i think some of it like gross psychologically it's like when you go after somebody and you're like, you know, Amy Grant, that's one in Christian yeah. culture. People went after her mm-hmm. when she um, she got divorced. If you don't know, Amy Grant. And people were like, Amy Grant, don't listen to her music anymore. She's yeah. not a Christian. And like crazy. Yeah. And here's the thing. Amy Grant continued to make worship music. Mm-hmm. She continued to love her God. She continued to move forward in her healing. She didn't really make a big deal of it in the media as far as her personal life. And it was almost like people made such a big deal out of this. Like she's not a Christian ah, 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 that it, it almost would have lessened their intensity mm-hmm. if they would have just been like, Oh wow. Well, she's, she's still making music. We, we can still listen to her because they said all this stuff. Yeah. When you make this big claim mm-hmm. about what you're going to do, you talk a big game. Oh yeah. And then the other person doesn't do what you expect them to do. I don't know what was expected of Amy Grant in that, in that roll over and die probably to like, okay, stop making music. But when the person doesn't act the way you expect them to, then mm-hmm. it's like, oh, shoot. Well, I got to follow through with it. Mm-hmm. I got to cancel. Like, I, I can't listen to your stuff. I can't buy your product. I can't yeah. like you anymore. And so then it becomes this grudge. I remember for a while there was a uh, like an ongoing joke because uh, like black culture was canceling so many things. But there were comedians <laughs> that would jump on. Um, and if you don't follow black Twitter, it's this whole it's mm-hmm. its whole thing. Um, and there's uh, it's got its own like thread. And there were comedians on black Twitter for a while being like, okay, well, who are we mad at today? Like who, who's canceled, <laughs> who's canceled now? Today? Cause I don't want to offend anybody. So who are we canceling as a culture? Right. Um, but as Christians, we have to really take a good look at cancel culture and we have to be real about it because when we're looking at, uh, Oh, Theo, right. Theo Geisel, we're looking at Dr. Seuss. That is not cancel culture. Like no. I want Christians to hear this. I want non-Christians to hear this. Um, what happened in the estate, the internal estate of uh, Dr. Seuss was they made a decision and actually I read an article from um, like a Dr. Seuss expert right this guy who studied Dr. Seuss I got into like, the wrong business right? a Dr. Seuss expert I don't think he makes I wish a lot I of money like I don't, studied that in college I don't think he's like rolling in the dough like being a Dr. <laughs> Seuss expert um, but he has the title but this I is his time to shine expert on <laughs> like, Dr. Seuss if there's ever been a time for my dude to shine it's, <laughs> it's now, now. <laughs> he's like oh 
I've been practicing. I've been waiting. I got my doctorate in green eggs and ham for this. <laughs> Let's go. Um, he's calling news state. Anyway, I read, I read this uh, article and basically what he said, he's like, listen, the, the estate decided to stop printing this thing um, for one reason or an- one reason or another. They yeah. decided that these um, culturally insensitive images were bad for the Seuss brand because yeah. Dr. Seuss is a brand. Yeah. Um, now, whether they did it because they were actually being culturally sensitive or because they just understood that marketing and it's going to affect their bottom line. Yeah. Also, uh, these books that were not printed mm-hmm. uh, are not like big money makers. Like these right. aren't, these aren't yes. the books that we go to. Like most of you probably had to look them up. Like did Dr. Seuss write a book called McGilligan's that Island? That was me. Poison? I was like <laughs> McGilligan's pool. <laughs> that was me though. McGilligan's I was like, Cuddy. are these, and also I was like, are these Dr. Seuss books or are these books, you know, written under the Dr. Seuss, like I-, I can read brand yeah and so therefore i haven't exactly. read them I yeah no idea yeah except for um to say i heard it on mulberry street i hadn't heard of any of the other ones i hadn't heard of that yeah. one that was the one yeah i think we read that i'm pretty sure you've heard of that one i don't remember it's cool that's the only one i knew about <laughs> um but so what happened with the seuss brand deciding not to print these books it was an internal choice it was a decision made by a a privately owned entity Mm -hmm. it wasn't the culture forcing them to do anything and honestly there hasn't been an outlash or like a um any sort of formal like outrage because nobody reads these books like these (laughs) books don't sell like these are really i I kind of wonder like who told everybody that this happened like it probably just like released something they just released something like oh they changed that in the book i yeah i didn't realize that that was a thing and And then then, somebody was like how dare culture cancel dr it's the same the same thing with like what was it aunt jemima um syrup not that long ago right mm-hmm. didn't they want it they, the company made the decision to change right i, I don't remember but i don't remember that, if that was that but like it's those things that we look at something or t- or network um television shows saying oh man mm-hmm. we should probably change or or go back and revisit yeah. this episode because we didn't realize at the time so yeah. there are things that happen when people are made aware of something yeah that like you said it's an internal change like when goodness like when the holy spirit comes to you that's weird and he's like hey listen you can't talk to people that way that's really really demeaning the the holy spirit's not canceling you being a jerk yeah the holy spirit's just giving you insight like hey and it's not because of of everyone else sat you down it's like you better not say that again or else you're dead to me like when you feel the actual conviction the Mm -hmm. internal change like that's a good thing we should want that we should want growth in companies that have been around for generations we should want that and you wouldn't like i hope i hope like a decent human being would not go to someone who has repented of something in their life and say oh oh that's just like you just going and changing your mind about something (laughs) just canceling yourself canceling your sin i mean how dare you and i would say that if someone has that attitude Mm -hmm. the issue is something in themselves not in what you did yeah and it's the thing about this canceling um, cancel is as cancel does. And you you hit it right on the head at the beginning talking about that that quote mm-hmm. is um, the people who are saying that Seuss is being canceled are um, by and large, I'm not saying completely, mm-hmm. but by and large, uh, mostly conservative folks. Okay. Right. Yeah. These are the folks that are saying this. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, and they're so quick to point out snowflakes and cancel culture. And from my experience, conservatives are the most offendable people. Okay. They're, they're so easily offendable, mm-hmm. um, especially conservatives of a certain age. The ones Oof. that are the quickest to Step call young people snowflakes, mm-hmm. young, the ones that call young liberals snowflakes. Right. Mm-hmm. And I call myself, um, I'm very 
smack dab in the middle. I don't, I don't claim. You mean size. you're centrist? No. So in the hood, we say I don't, I don't bang. Like I'm not, <laughs> I don't, <laughs> I'm I not don't in, bang. I'm not, I'm in, not in a gang. Yeah. No, don't I, try to, ju- exactly. don't try to jump me in <laughs> to your gang. Listen, please. I just go to school. I'm square. I don't mess with none of y'all. <laughs> y'all keep your sides to yourself. Right. So I'm, I'm trying to be as objective as possible. Mm-hmm. But in my experience, um, I don't find a lot of my liberal friends as easily offendable as a lot of my conservative friends. And I mm-hmm. do have friends on both sides. Yeah. And so um, looking at this cancel culture, uh, conservatives have canceled a lot of stuff. Well, and it's not just recently. I mean, no, if you, think, if you think back to uh, integration, mm-hmm. schools were literally canceled because white parents refused to allow their white children to go to school with those black children. Ruby Bridges, like the one who integrated. To, uh, Topeka Board of Education, mm-hmm. like Brown versus Topeka Board of Education. Look it up. Um, every parent kept their student home. They canceled school. They wanted to cancel school because in their mind, well, if we if we don't send our kids to school, they have to cancel school. They have to close the school down. We would rather see the school close mm-hmm. than dare to have a person of color educated alongside my child. That's cancel culture. That, and not only that extreme cancel culture is I would rather kill you yes. than to let you yes. go to school yes. with my child. And even like going forward, um, desegregation mm-hmm. of everything, everything yep. you had people bombing churches, church services being canceled, churches being closed because they, they didn't want black people coming to church. So they canceled church and would meet in basements. So black people can show up crazy. Like, so they, they the literally, literally canceling literally. of things stems back much farther mm-hmm. than Dr. Seuss. In, oh yeah. In this instance. Well, and, so- and even if we don't go as, as a violent, right. Cause some people okay. are like, well, Oh no, okay. I've never done that. Okay. Yes. Yes. Okay. But, yes. But we know you didn't know this. slaves. That's okay. That's okay. <laughs> listen cool. to this. Um, all music, all music's acceptable except for rap. That's just vulgar. And I will not allow rap in my house. That's cancel culture. Mm. that's complete cancel culture because wait, you're telling me of this entire genre of music of which there are positive sub genres, Mm. including Christian rap. You're saying I'm just going to cancel. I just don't listen to that stuff. I just can't, I just can't Mm. listen to that. Uh -uh. Okay. Um, Or what about, what about this? Like, um, you know, you can't listen to Hillsong. If you're a Christian and mm -hmm. you listen to Hillsong, (laughs) you better, I mean, you're probably not a Christian. You're probably not truly a Christian. If you listen to Hillsong. Um, one that I remember growing up because my brothers used to listen to uh, this band, uh, Metallica's Devil Music. Oh, and if you listen to Metallica, you're worshiping Satan and you're gonna go to hell. Oh my gosh! Wait, what? That's cancel culture. That's straight up. That you just canceled my soul. Like <laughs> you, you just canceled me into into eternal damnation. damnation. Like that's can like any secular music is is demon worship. Let's burn it all. Mm. How is that not cancel culture? Yeah. And, and there's so many things that, that like motivate someone to have these staunch perspectives. Mm-hmm. Fear is one of them. Fear is a one fear, of the and, big and, ones. And honestly, I've heard that. I've literally heard that from the mouths of Christians in, in this day and age of just the fear that things are going to get taken away from us if we start to mm-hmm. allow people to feel equal, if we start to allow yeah. people to think that they belong. That's and the language of oppression, though. Th- yes, it is. But it, there's yeah. a fear there. There's a fear um, because there is a very real fragility mm-hmm. and it's not attached to a race. It's attached to a generational iniquity. Mm. I believe, I, I believe it. I really do. I, I think, yeah, no, I cause I have my own fragilities, but yeah. um, honestly, like this cancel culture thing is a little bit of it is fear and entitlement and, and all those things. But a lot of it is also like gossip and wanting to have the upper hand. A power, str- power struggles. 
There we go. Um, and I think with that, in, in that vein of power struggles in, in cancel culture, um, when you're part of the dominant um, narrative mm-hmm. um, and something that you feel represents your, your identity mm-hmm. in the dominant culture um, is canceled or is attacked or is brought into question, even, wow. um, then you retaliate because not only is this thing um, challenged, mm-hmm. but now my identity that's placed in the culture that supports that thing yep. is challenged. Yep. And so like as believers, we got to be really careful mm-hmm. about, about that. And yeah. Yeah. Um, one of the things that I think is so interesting is um, the cancel people that cancel other people mm-hmm. are often the ones that cancel the most stuff. Come Just on. like um, people that are always talking about grace, like, oh, we just got to give people grace. They can't give grace to themselves. Mm-hmm. Like there's always this yes. weird dichotomy, like being human where the, the thing or the, whatever we, we dislike in someone else is generally something that, that mm-hmm. we dislike in ourselves or, or the things that, that really rub us the wrong way in someone. And, um, and it goes beyond canceling a thing. Mm-hmm. It goes, it, it, I don't know, it goes deeper into who we are as people because yeah. like we struggle with, with saying someone's untrustworthy. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but we won't say it to them. We'll go and we'll gossip to four yep. other people Tell and be like, else. this person is so untrustworthy. Mm-hmm. Really? Cause because you're gossiping right well, now. Yeah. And it, and it goes back to what you said about power too, because then in that moment, mm-hmm. I'm not giving the person the ability to speak for themselves or defend themselves. I now have the power. I'm, I'm yeah. forming an opinion of this person for other people yeah. and then hoping that they will judge according to my standard. Yeah. I want to be the influencer. I want to be the one mm-hmm. that sets the, the mark. And one yeah. of the things that, um, I want to be very clear on to those of you listening and, and watching on YouTube. Um, I do believe cancel culture is a real thing. Mm-hmm. I'm not sitting here saying, well, all of you are saying things are being cancel culture. Uh, you're just being hypersensitive. No, I, I do believe cancel culture is real. Mm-hmm. I do believe that cancel culture is not Christian. It's not mm. something that Christians should buy into. Yeah. Um, I just want to say it plainly so that anyone that's listening is like, well, then it doesn't exist. No, it exists. Mm-hmm. But we also have to be very, um, clear when we see something being challenged and something being evaluated mm-hmm. um that we first look at the whole situation instead yeah. of just trying to throw blame and point our fingers yeah. um because in like what cancel culture is is anti-grace wow. Can- cancel culture doesn't give anyone the ability to repent to change um it doesn't leave room for the holy spirit to work in that person's life mm-hmm. like cancel culture says okay your mistake that you made defines you and that's it. Mm. And that is the opposite of the gospel. Like that's the antithesis of the gospel. Yeah. And so I I don't believe that cancel culture is something that Christians should participate in. Mm -hmm. That's good. And however, Oh, sorry. I have a little little air bubble. That's you were feeling emotional. (laughs) Let's (laughs) don't, don't you dare. Uh, (laughs) However, I do believe in, in accountability. Oh yeah. So I'm not saying, um, it's free for all and every, don't ever people, call anybody out. Don't no, ever tell I, don't ever correct anyone. If we look at scripture, Jesus called people out all the time. Paul yeah. called people out all and the time. And he did it in those ways that calling in, calling out. Mm-hmm. I don't think Jesus boycotted in the traditional sense of how we would I mean, um, Yeah. But Just like um, didn't participate in sin, but other than Yeah, that. but I mean at the same time he give unto Caesar what is Caesar's. Yeah. That's um, right. And like understanding those limits and those boundaries and and those are things that again leave room for grace. Yeah. Yeah, and and even with going going back to the boycotting thing, mm-hmm. there's an understanding that when I say I'm going to withhold my money mm-hmm. from this corporation, I'm doing it in a way that's like, well, until you change your policy or yeah. until you change the way you're spending your money. Yeah. And then right. when they do, 
there's this unwritten rule that's like, well, once you start doing things according to how I feel is right, Mm -hmm. then I will start purchasing your product again and start investing in what you're doing again. And there's grace for there's grace and there's there's like a there's room for change in that's that. right and with the and the same with calling somebody out and calling somebody into your the private space of like hey um, I really don't think you should do this anymore because it's it's harmful mm-hmm. um, there's the hope in that that there will be change relational yeah. change um, change based on proximity but with cancel culture it is just it's building a wall. Um, and it's it's not allowing for that space and it's not giving that freedom to the person offending or the person being offended. That's right. And honestly, um, before we go to practicality, mm-hmm. just tying in our uh, our title. Yeah. Um, before you call out cancel culture, um, make sure you're not the one canceling others. Right. Mm-hmm. Make sure you're not the one canceling an entire culture because they're canceling other people. Oh. Ugh. Right. I, so I can't deal with these type of people because they're always doing this type of thing. Yeah. So they're all dead to me because they're always canceling the people that I like. Are you that seven? Is too much to think like, about. Are you seven years old? They did it to me so I can do it to them. <laughs> they didn't invite Come me on, to their man. birthday party. So I'm never inviting them to his birthday party. They said they didn't like G.I. Joe. So I don't like <laughs> my little pony. Um, Come on, and it, and it's over, human. Like over. we're laughing about it, but this is, this is a human thing. And even it though is. the maturity level of it, um, is not quite up here. Um, it is something that we all have a tendency to fall into. Like mm-hmm. I know I draw those party lines about things that don't matter. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it, it's not my age. It's not my race. It's or human tribalism. It, it's yeah. It's just like, I want to have these things that I can structure to make my identity. Mm-hmm. And that's where falling back into the identity of like being saved and being Come in on. Christ. That's where that saves me. That's a whole um, sermon right there. That's a whole, <laughs> she didn't gave you a word y'all. If you ain't got, if you didn't get the word, that's on you, but she gave you a word. You let's can go rewind. To, let's go to practicality. <laughs> yeah. Joe, help. So, oh, help. What? I'm a part of cancel culture. <laughs> what should I do? You wrote help, it like I've that. I've fallen so. and I can't get up. <laughs> um, that's not funny. Anyway, you know, that's a real so, story that happened to somebody. It does. It did. Yes. So, <laughs> Here's a, here's a practical thing for you. Okay. Know that your feelings about something or someone don't matter. How Wait. you feel about it doesn't matter. Okay. It's what you do with those feelings that hmm. matters. Okay. I, so you're saying what I, what I feel about someone doesn't matter to me? No, it matters to you. Okay. I'm saying it doesn't matter in the grand scheme. Oh, I got what you. you do with those feelings matters. Mm, that's good. Okay, because like we it. can feel you can feel your feelings and still be wrong. That's a great episode. Go look it up. Go watch it. So you can feel this type of way. Mm-hmm. But what are you gonna do with it? Like we that's have right. a great episode. Actually, it was just last week too about self awareness mm-hmm. and knowing how to be self aware. Go check it out because when you become aware of your own tendency to cancel others, mm-hmm. as in like hold a grudge against somebody. Yep. Or to reject something. Mm. Um, and you recognize when you're most apt to do this, it it gives it how can I say this? It makes you more mature. There you go. Hey, when you have the self-awareness to say, you know what? I in this moment, I want nothing to do with you ever. Yeah. I I have I, in the past couple of weeks, I remember saying that about someone. Mm-hmm. Like, I do not want anything to do and man did god show me he he taught me a lesson god uh, we'll have to share that with our that, inner circle. yes we'll that's an inner share. circle story um but anyway like but i had to, in that moment i had to be self-aware yeah like why do, why don't i like this person what what yep. is my issue what is causing me to reject them why do i make it so easy for me to just done no like mm-hmm. i'm drawing the line right here you know a good question to ask yourself in that situation this for all of us mm-hmm. um if you have a problem with somebody 
and if there's an issue and you don't even understand what the issue is, um, a question that I think is helpful is what would it take for me and this person to be back, be back cool? Like what would it take mm. for reconciliation? Because sometimes the answer is enough, like there's yeah. not enough they can do. Right. And at that point, it's you got to you. check your heart. I was like, at that point, it's At that you. point, you got to check your heart. Because yeah. if, if, if in your mind you ask, okay, if they came to me and they apologized mm -hmm. or if they, this person made a statement that said everything they said before it was wrong, whatever. Yeah. Um, and you still wouldn't accept them or you still would mm -hmm. reject or you would still actively antagonize <clears throat> them, then there's an issue. Yeah. So yeah. that's, I think that's a good question. What would yeah. it take for this person to like and me yeah. to reconcile. That's good. And also know when, when are you feeling that urge to cancel? When is it? Is it when you're hurt, offended, just uncomfortable? Hungry. When you're hungry. Are I'll you hangry? You always, always start there. Am I thirsty <laughs> or hungry? Do I need a nap? Yes. Um, or is it when you're being held accountable? Mm -hmm. That is really an easy time to cancel something oh because it's like somebody brings you that issue that you know in your heart, mm -hmm. you know is an issue and you want to immediately reject any semblance of that being a problem, yeah. including that person, you might be in cancel culture. Yeah. Okay. Hit this next one too. Yeah. Um, it's really simple. Repent. Okay. For the kingdom of God. Yes. Change your mind. Change your mind about what cancel culture is. Yes. Change your mind about the fact that you aren't participating in it, mm -hmm. that you're not guilty, that you don't need to do some repenting. Change your mind about that. That's right. Because we all do. Yeah. Get informed about what cancel culture is, I think is a big part of it. We gave yes. you a really brief overview, but um, don't just take like honestly cancel culture in my opinion has taken on the same um kind of boogeyman status yep. as yep. judgment yep someone's yep. always so quick you're judging me it's like why well, i didn't really judge oh just, you're cancel culture it's like no that wasn't cancel culture like i think it's become this boogeyman that we're we're just throwing out and people don't even understand what it actually means yeah. so it's like get fake informed news. <laughs> cake news on your side um no <laughs> get informed and uh definitely repent. And then yeah. uh, we're going to go deeper into this last one with our inner circle. Um, but another part of practically disengaging with cancel culture is disentangling yourself from culture, like the mainstream popular culture. Ooh, you sound a little Amish. Now I'm, I'm going a little Anabaptist on us, mm. but not a lot, mm. not a lot. Here's what I'm saying. Um, and we're going to go you deep Puritan. into this. <laughs> We're going to go deep into this. Uh, I don't believe that we all need to run off and live in a monastery. If you feel like that's what you need to do, go do your thing. But there's a difference between um, engaging and entangling. Ooh, okay. And I, I okay. think we can engage with the culture mm -hmm. without entangling ourselves in the culture. That's and good. so so we're going to go deeper in that. But one thing you need to know is you you can engage, but disentangle because you cannot, you cannot have your identity so wrapped up mm -hmm. in your culture that you can't separate yourself and identify first with Christ. Come on. Um, and that sounds extreme, but uh, it is. We're feeling a little extreme. It is. It's been really cold out here in Pennsylvania, so we're, we're feeling a little extreme. <laughs> but um, yeah. Jesus is a little extreme. Following Jesus is extreme. <laughs> I mean, he didn't say, you want to follow me? All right. Um, cool. He said, okay. Die to self. Oh, whoa, Jesus. Uh, <laughs> that went anyone who wants to find his life must lose that it. That went to uh, 10 real quick, Jesus. But that's what it's about. Bless those who curse you. Feed them. The ones you hate, give them food. Like, wait, what? Jesus? If your enemy is thirsty, <laughs> give him a drink. Like, can, can I just not talk to him? Can I just ignore him? 
instead of hurting him, right? I'm with I'm withholding wrath. No, that's not good enough. Extreme, homie. Take it the next level. You heard it said, don't sleep with her. Yeah, so that's good, you can't right? Can't even look at him. <laughs> don't even look. What? Uh, if your eye causes you to sin, I'm supposed to close it? No, cut it out. Cut Wait, it out. cut it out. You cut it out. Don't Jesus. let your right hand know what your left hand's doing. <laughs> you missed it. You missed oh, my sorry. joke. <laughs> I said heard, cut it out. I no, you cut it, it out, Gina. That was anyway. All right, y'all. I heard you. Um, we hope that this episode has brought you some value. We hope <sighs> that uh you are fed, that you feel that we weren't uh hitting you over the head too hard. Um We've been hit first. Just know that. Just know we deal with all of this first. So yes. if if you have gotten value, if this is something that has blessed your heart, blessed your soul, and entertained and educated you, please share it. Yeah. Share it with somebody. Let them know yeah. about us. We'd really appreciate it. Yes. This has been the Nick Smith Podcast. We hope you've gotten a dose of real life. No myth. Be, Be blessed. blessed. Thank you for listening to today's episode of the Nick Smith Podcast. We are so glad that you joined us and we hope that you'll consider subscribing so that you can tune in each week. Don't forget to rate and share this podcast. And if you haven't already, follow us on social media. If you want to be a part of our family's mission to entertain, educate, and empower others, please consider becoming one of our Patreon supporters. Exclusive Nick Smith merchandise is available to you through our online store at www.nicksmithpodcast.com.